Wrong. Gotta get it for your game list. The fact that the whole attitude's your isolation. Congratulations, mate. To see what you like, and that's where I want to be. The bus is real. That was to be right in your confident you were you were yourself very excited as very in yourself to be confident right yes you for your good dead but you Wrong. Aimless. Gotta get it to the Hall of Fame. Delays. Added. Congratulations, yeah, mate. Girl, I want to see you like uh, And that's what a beat. Buzz. That was a real. I that. was a real buzzer beat. Sorry, like, and that's a real effect to see, mate. Since you added delay to the whole. Congratulations for you. Wrong. You gotta get him to be right. Yeah. Confident in yourself. You were dead. You were yourself. That's very excited. Very confident, right? Self in yourself. Yes. But dead. You to the whole. You to the whole. The fact. Added to game list. Gotta get it wrong. He makes for your girl. Since you have to be to see. That was a real buzz. Very like it. And that's what. That was. All the fun and that's like to say okay. sorry lies a bit to the whole gotta get a congratulation this for you got added emotions yeah yes wrong right to be yeah. very confident in your sewer yourself yes you were dead excited as you can say right to, <laughs> to be confident in very excited yeah 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 dead in yourself you to the whole but you added Congratulations, you have to be able to get it to see you make a real wrong. That was it for you, got the buzz. And that's what we like. Yeah. To be confident. Yeah. Very confident. You elf. Congratulations to the whole. But dead in yourself. Added. But you since you're all aimless. Gotta get a to beat him. Make real. That was wrong to see. No buzz for you. You're listening to Davo, Tom, and Callum, the podcast. Right, I'm calling it. We spend far too much time together, guys. Uh, it's getting too <laughs> comfortable around here. Nah, what are you talking about? Uh, well, look, yesterday something happened. So I, out of the kindness of my heart, I saw Callum. He was looking dishevelled and run down. <laughs> and I said, mate, do you want to lift home? And I said, obviously, you want me in your car. So, yeah, I'll go with you to keep you company. See, that was so annoying. Straight on the defence. Straight away felt like, well, I don't want to take you, because he did say that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you seemed to want the company. I was having to get the train home, but you're like, come in my car. I was like, fine, fine, I'll keep you company. All right. That's your <laughs> turn of events. And um, our our content manager, Sophie, also needed a lift somewhere. So I said, hey, come on over. We're, I'm a taxi today. Let's do this. Yeah. Uh, so as 
we're getting in the car, Sophie, our content manager, we both sat in the car and we're waiting for Callum, who was standing on the passenger seat uh, outside of the car with his phone, scrolling through his phone. And we're thinking, why is this bloke Not taking in. his time? Yeah. yeah, weird. So we're like, Callum, hurry up. Anyway, yeah. he gets in the car, we're driving off. And I turned to him. I put my window down because something wasn't right. <laughs> and I turned to him and I said, mate, did you, <laughs> did you let one rip and then get in my car? And straight away, let me tell you, this yeah. bloke scrambled. I, he, I think I held, I held my ground in the situation for pretty ages. comfortably. Um, yeah, a lot of my reasoning was, you know, Get a different air freshener. This is your car. The stench is coming yeah. from there. It's not me. Oh, so, so you're, it, it wasn't you then. You were blaming it on the car. Well, he started saying about the car. He said, my car stinks, that I should get a new air freshener, yeah. that it's probably my clothes, that it's probably Sophie in the back that smells. Yeah. He, he, There's a dot point list of a funnel, <laughs> a funnel of uh, different excuses you get until you finally have to admit it yourself. Yeah. So, so you did. You, you went full Beyblade action. You let one rip. Yeah, I did. Uh, yes, know, outside. And you know what? It was outside, so it was with good etiquette that I did it outside, yes. And as soon as David was like, we, did you stand outside and pretend you're on your phone because you were doing it out there? And I was like, yeah, you got me. NCIS to me. I was standing outside on purpose for that reason, but with good etiquette. And I'll tell you what, one of my other excuses, which I stand by. So this- once you had admitted that it was you, yeah. what was your excuse? I was like, ever since I started this brekkie show, my diet's been terrible. I can't help that. You Up can goes- help that. Up and goes in the morning are not meant to be mixed with energy drinks like taurine and whatever. It just ruins your stomach <laughs> and I have right. to do it. The fact that he blamed everything else except for himself was how outrageous. Yeah. And the way he was trying to gaslight me. Let's just not forget that it was with good etiquette that I was outside the car and then I hopped in. What? And what is your nose? Why do you have like a robotic <laughs> sensor in your nose to detect smell? It's unnatural. So <laughs> text him says, Dad always blames on those bloody ducks. Yeah. Classic one. Stepping on Callum the should have blamed it yeah. on yesterday. Uh, we've got another one here. I let one going the Coles aisle and a mum was with her two sons and I heard her say, did one of you boys <laughs> fart? Oh my God, that's so bad. They were like, no, mum. God, that's imagine that. That's not good. That is not good. Oh, well, let's, embarrassing. Let's head over to Craigmore with Steph. Steph, who did you blame the fart on? All right, well, I work in kindergarten with children. Okay. So all day you can just let them rip, blame it on the kids. You know, your colleague might look at you and be like, nah, that was just a little Sally Steph, over there. How often, um, how often are you fighting at work? Well, stop saying that word. Oh, I don't know. Well, I agree with Callum, you know, taurine and... Um, <laughs> Up and goes, does yeah. not mix. That's exactly so, right. We yeah. can't help what, what chemicals mate, are in these drinks. I work with kids. I, say, I work with kids, mate, so coffee is like a necessity throughout the day. So, look, there's a fair few during the day. It is what it there's is. there's plenty of kids to blame it on. So. Can, uh, can we turn fresh into a hybrid radio station slash... Uh, Childcare, so it we just have a full rate to blame it on the kids. <laughs> it already is. Yeah. Uh, Steph, keep on farting. We've got Kelly from Glam Adelaide. Kelly, oh. good morning to you. Tom. Good morning. Uh, hey, no, Kelly. No, sorry, I'm Ke- upset with Tom. <laughs> Kelly, who did you blame the fart on? Oh, look, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't actually me. We were on a trip to Bali. We had my sweet little daughter in the seat next to us. Yep. Um, our best friends, Todd and Chaz, were behind us, and then some randoms were behind them. Our daughter um, 
she let them rip the entire flight. We were choking on it. Oh, um, no. And, <laughs> and uh, anyway, it was, it was drifting back through the plane. And at the end of the flight, we all stood up. And the guy behind Todd confronted him and said, Matt, you're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nearly caused an international incident. Uh, and it was our sweet little five-year-old the whole time. Oh, man. Man, don't wait for the plane to go down to get the oxygen mask out. Get him out. Get him out when you can. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I get older. The Dave O'Tom and Callum podcast stays the same age. We all know it. The world is changing. Some, a lot of the time it is for the better, right? Yeah. Uh, but sometimes it makes you think when they come out with certain things and you're like, this is, this is not needed. Like, apparently now carers, right, are meant to ask babies for permission to change nappies. Babies can't speak. What's a baby going to do? Go ahead. What? Like, yeah. like, leave, <laughs> me over. leave my Fine. soiled nappy on yeah. me, thanks. No. Or, like, you know, same with, like, mums and dads. Like, they're saying to take away mother and father as the term and start calling them gestational parent what? or birthing parent and no. non-gestational or non-birthing gestational. parent. That's seems so robotic. There's no love in that. Yeah, it's gestational sounds like a stomach problem. It does. <laughs> Even the term like breastfeeding, they want to call it chest feeding. Yeah, right. Uh, what's the point? Why? Like, who cares? Like, yeah. yeah. Sometimes these things are ridiculous. And this one is really taking the cake for me because they've now uh, pointed the barrel at grandparents. Yep. Right? So the term grandparents is being replaced now. You meant to call them grand friends. <laughs> right. Like, grand what friends. the hell is this? Oh, <laughs> Come yeah. on. Wow. Okay, so, yeah, you're a kid, you've gone to school, you say, maybe you have a special day where you invite the grandparents, so it turns into a grand friends thing. You're like, yeah. I'm going to bring my grand friend. Who is a grand friend? Is it just some old person that you know? Yeah, Is that exactly. who it's going to apply to? The old neighbour down the street? I'm not I'm about it, Callum. I do think, yeah, okay, so I do think it's, it is getting a bit out of hand, but I also must say, like, there are sometimes you've got like a like friend of the family that's older that you love and that you ch- you you treat as if they're your grandparents. Yeah, and there's already a word for that, family friend. Yeah, but I like grand friend almost. I think nah, it's kind of cute. Not for your grandparents. I'd be so annoyed by the time I'm a grandpa if they're not calling me gramps and they're calling me grand friend. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mate. roll off the tongue at all. It's like it's it's jarring to hear. What else? What What's the next thing that is going to be? What, are we going to have to start calling our parents friends over gestational (laughs) or whatever? (laughs) Hey, friend, what time's dinner? Like, which one are you talking to? (laughs) Stupid. You're listening to Dave Tom and Callum, the podcast. Now, if you're one to hate stage fright, relish in the fact that you didn't have to endure what we did on the weekend. Of course, nonetheless, that <laughs> if you were in the audience watching us, it would have still been very, very awkward. Very painful to watch and be a part of. Yes. Now, we <laughs> went to, we tied in with the Sammy D Foundation for an yep. event. And as a part of it, it was a nice sit down lunch. We were sitting at the back of the venue. There's a stage at the front. And it got to the auction time where there was an advertising package where it was for our brekkie show. So, we had to go up on stage and pretty much advertise ourselves. Yeah. Which we weren't told about. No, were no we? we weren't really briefed. So when we got called up, we thought, hey, we're just going to be going up there looking pretty, you know. Just smile and wave, boys. That's it. Like smile the, and wave. Like the penguins. We just go yeah. up and smile and wave. We weren't told much. We're like, hey, pretty much we're just going to go up there, you know, stand there, not really do anything. How wrong were we? They had How a wrong? second microphone that was handed to Davo, and we were all in a line 
waiting to then have to speak. Yes. Can I say the process, though, of getting up on stage? So when we were caught up, we're like, oh, okay, here we go. This yeah. is it. We all get up simultaneously. The back walk of the room. From the back of the room. <laughs> Whispers were said. There was yeah. one person that was like, is that really them? <laughs> it's like, I don't know what you expect. Yeah. Do you expect us to be hotter or something? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you want out of we're us? We're on radio, not television. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I'm walking through thinking like, this is so awkward. What am I doing? My hands to our high five someone on the way into oh, the I'm stage. Oh, I'm so glad you didn't. We're not on the Ellen show. Yeah, We're yeah. going up to Do the, the stage. double high five run through the crowd. But part of the problem was that we were the first one up. Yeah. So this meant that mm. we were setting the tone. So no one was warmed up in the crowd. Nah. We were just sort of, you know, going in absolutely no context. So yeah. we get up on stage. We've got a crowd of about 400 people looking at us. Yeah. Just staring. With no information as part of what we had to say, I was handed a mic. So as a hype woman, uh, yeah. I decided to just be like... Put your hands up! Pretty much. <laughs> no, I was just like, hey, guys, like we're excited to be here. Come and bid. This is a great package, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Then and what happened? It went to me and I rambled for a few minutes. You said what I said, but in heaps more way. words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the point where when we sat back down, uh, one of the newsreaders uh, turned to you, Davo, and she said, what the hell did Callum say up there? <laughs> and to this day, I don't really know either. But of course, yeah, when we were up there, it was pretty much dead silence. Yeah. We were being auctioned off and it was dead silence. Everyone's staring at us. The guy, after we did our speeches, the auctioneer bloke was like, hey, it's funny you guys actually work in radio. <laughs> Come with you. How do you guys have a job in radio or something? Some like quick little jab and we're like, oh boy, yeah. this but is terrible. Not only that, the auction started, right? And because, like I said, we were the first one, no one was bidding at first. No. No one wanted to be the first one to put their hand up. So we were really bombing. Things were quiet in the room. People were staring at us and no one was bidding. (laughs) We were shaking. It was terrifying. And every time I tried to hype up and be like, you know, bid, bid, I cut off the auctioneer speaking. So it was just really awkward. Me and him were battling it out, like cutting each other off. Like It wasn't good. We bombed hard. Another time, me and Tom bombed big time. (laughs) Oh, hard. It was around fringe time last year and we were hanging out with Fiona O'Loughlin, the comedian, a fair bit around the Mm. time. And she invited us to one of her shows down at the Arthur Art Bar and we get there, but she's rocked up late and we're backstage. Sorry, we've seen her before and then she's gone off somewhere. Mm -hmm. We're backstage lighting technician comes out because it's five minutes into the show and he's frantic. He's like, where is she? Where is she? Yeah, she's not here. Someone needs to go on stage. Right. It was like a movie. He like pulls his yeah. blinds over and is like, Fiona's not here. Someone needs to go on stage right now. And we're the only two there. We've had a few happy yeah. waters. We're like, we were me- out of it. We were meant to go on stage with Fiona at one point in our show as anyway. So he was just like, you two, just get on. So me and Tom have never done stand-up comedy before. No, no. And no. rarely uh, go on a stage as well. So didn't we know how to do it. Hopped uh, up in the blinding <laughs> lights. And we yeah. run, up, so run up on the stage. We're like, hey, guys, what's up? Doing the Ellen run, you yeah. know, and we hop up. Grab the mic. I did not know what we said. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was frantic. Uh, some there was a there was a heckler. We got our first heckler. We've never had a heckler before. In ready, you have the pleasure of not having someone in the room heckling you face to face. But this man, he just yells out. He's like, Are "You guys even funny?" Yeah. And me and Tom are like, "No." Yeah. I just quivered. <laughs> nah. And then we just sort of sat and waited for Fiona. <laughs> yeah. We just sat on a stage by ourselves with this audience of like ten people waiting oh, for Fiona to come back. That is the worst story I think I've heard. That yeah. sounds like your worst nightmare. Well, let's see if Jared from Mount Barker can top that. Jared, mate, when did you bomb? 
Um, so I was uh, recently got married back in January this year. Yep, congratulations. And um, yeah, thank you. And um, did uh, did the the whole groom speech and thanked everybody um, for coming and people travelling to state and um, ha- had a great time. And then my sister's like, um, "Yep, thanks everyone." This is like, "Oh, you forgot somebody." I'm like, who did I forget? The bride. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, Jared, your bride. I'm like, oh no, I couldn't believe it. So thankfully I went back and um, redeemed myself, but I just couldn't believe I forgot one of the most important people. Jared, how was the uh, how was the wedding night after that? Um, well, my wife um, was actually pretty sick. Um, I think she got food poisoning um, from uh, some of the food, so um, she was pretty uh, ordinary that night. But the next day she came good. So um, yeah, she she. Um, she, um, yeah, she 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 was happy after that. Well, hopefully she's delirious enough from the bad chicken that she forgot your speech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it had everyone laughing. Yeah. So everyone was um, having a good time, and um, yeah, I just couldn't believe I, I forgot forgot her. Yeah, <laughs> do you no, want to give no her good. a shout out now yeah, to redeem yourself? Uh, well, I'm not sure if she's listening. She'd be at work, but yeah. Ha- um, hey, Annalisa, love you, darling. Oh, <laughs> Good on you, Darren. <laughs> Few too many happy waters at the wedding, I reckon. <laughs> First rule of the Dave O'Tom and Callum podcast is you don't talk about the Dave O'Tom and Callum podcast. The second rule of the Dave O'Tom and Callum podcast is you don't talk about the Dave O'Tom and Callum podcast. What would you say your biggest fear is? Mm. Oh, the ocean. Dr- yeah, maybe drowning. Ocean, drowning, yeah. I'd say attacked by birds, like a flock of them. Yeah. Actually, no. Control. It's like <laughs> skydiving for me. Really? Yeah, free falling. No, thank you. Yeah, okay. I really want to do that. But how much would you pay then to experience your greatest fear? Oh, oh I, I would want them I'd to pay, pay me. I'd not to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think so, right? You would not pay a cent to experience something that's going to be so churning of your senses and fear. But, of course, in Russia, there is a new package and incentive where they're doing a business model where you can pay $90,000 Australian a equivalent, a lot, very, very much, to be buried alive. Buried. Buried. My next greatest fear is hearing that again, and I don't want to—I don't want to have to pay money to hear that track. But Good yeah. morning, Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, of course, um, this new uh, Russian business is meant to—they're doing this as an anxiety relief thing. So the idea is that you get relief. buried alive. Yes, relief. So you come out a better man. You come out of this experience, you know, rid of your anxiety, and you're like, hey, I conquered one of my fears. Yeah, so I guess it's like getting that reappreciation of life. You've been pushed to the absolute edge of your, you know... Tether. Yeah, the end of your tether. Exactly sure. right. And Go to church or back. something. <laughs> <laughs> or therapy. If you've got yeah. a fear of claustrophobia and buried alive, don't succumb to the buried alive. <laughs> you know, talk to someone about it for sure. So being buried alive, like, that's a on the top of people's list of being like the biggest fear that they could have. It usually is. So it's called tapophobia. And then they also did, to conquer tapophobia, they made these coffins where you could actually get out of them just in case. Okay. And they had like a little bell attached to yeah, it as right. well. Yeah, So if you were alive down there, you go, ting, ting, ting. I don't think that would work. I'd find it quite spooky. If I was in a cemetery and heard the bell, I think it's a zombie or something. I wouldn't yeah. be helping the person. <laughs> also, if you're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is that? That's the de- that's the jingles of death. I'm not touching that thing. <laughs> You're listening to Davo, Tom, and Callum, the podcast. Now, guys, here at Fresh, we do have a pretty close relationship with Adelaide Independent Taxis. Yeah, we we're chatting to their CEO the other day, and they're telling us this story about um 
They're, they're one of the first cruise ships that came in to Adelaide here. So uh, these these people got off it and decided, hey, we'd love to go see Port Lincoln, but they really wanted to see the countryside drive of it all. Yeah. yeah, so this cruise did a stop in Adelaide and then the next stop was in Port Lincoln. So overnight they were going to do a thing out in the ocean and then go to Port Lincoln. Yeah. So rather than doing that, they wanted to see the countryside. They wanted to see the countryside. So what have they done? Well, they've hailed a taxi. Taxi! And they've got a taxi all the way from Adelaide to Port Lincoln. Now, this is about a seven-hour drive just to get there. Seven hours? Wow. Okay. That's... I mean, do you just hail a taxi like normal? Do you reckon they called them up? I I would not know how you'd go about it. Yeah. Hailing a taxi like that... Surely it'd be it'd be a bit jarring to hear, "Hey, take me to Port Lincoln." No, you exactly. might have to call up and book it. And I imagine even if you do call up and you tell them where you want to go, you're going to get hung up on or put on a hold, and they'll be like, "Hey, hold on a sec, uh, we <laughs> no, need to no, check no. with our boss." Not with Adelaide Independent Taxis; they'll do anything. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Now, yes, seven-hour drive, six hundred and fifty kilometers. Wow. It, so Huge. it's a fourteen-hour drive in total to get there and come back. It costs sixteen hundred dollars. That is huge. Money, money, but also, they wanted to see the countryside, which yeah. I understand. Now, I've done that drive a few times to Port Lincoln. Yeah. Now, it gets good from Port Wakefield to about Clare, yeah. which is a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And then from Clare through to pretty much like Arno Bay, which is a huge like 400 kilometres, it's all the same thing. It's very bare, isn't it? It's nothing to see. Nah. There's no, You see a little bit of Flinders Ranges on your way through, which is nice, but nah. nah. No, 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 no. You're not seeing much for 1600 bucks. Oh, and keep in mind, that's the same for the taxi driver as well. They'll yeah. be looking at, they'll be looking at yeah. the scenic landscape and be like, hey, you know, this is a long track. Does, does, does the taxi driver like want to like swap as well? Does, like, what happens yeah. if he's getting drowned? You drive, I'll hours. put my feet up. Yeah. But the thing is, is that with this trip, that they had to pay to Port Lincoln, but they also had to pay for the taxi driver's drive back to wow. Adelaide. Yeah. So that's why it costs so 1600 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Now, have you ever taken a long taxi drive? Callum, I, I'm assuming you have because you don't drive out of I, the three of us. I do fly around the taxis mm. quite a bit. Yes, I don't drive, but I haven't done anything as extravagant as that. The most I've done is when I was down here in the city having a drink with you, Tom, and I was like, oh, man, I've got to go to a family thing in Moana. <laughs> so I caught a taxi to Moana, and it was about, it wasn't anything too crazy. It was like $55, $50 or something. Yeah. Pretty decent, actually. That's actually yeah. very good. Bargain. Yeah. Great uh, but still, the idea of going to Moana from the city is yeah. pretty pretty hellish. Yeah. We want to hear from you, Adelaide. A few people texting in here. I got one here. I was in Europe, and I missed my Croatia cruise stop in Dubrovnik, Dubrovnik after having a sleepover with a local. I had to get a taxi to take me to Split, which is about 235 kilometres. Cost me 300 euros. Wow. Oh, that's a bit of a dent in your holiday spending. Yeah. Thank you. Got this one here. Met a girl on Tinder. She wanted to see me, but I found out she lives in Aldinga. My car was in the shop and I was keen to see her, so I hopped in a taxi there. It was $130. Ooh, and geez. it's pretty meaty still. Yeah. And just for a Tinder date, surely you can reorganise the time. And this text here, it says, Morning, everyone. The worst taxi was when my ex-girlfriend caught a taxi taxi from Victor Harbour to the city, went and saw some of her friends, and when she got back home, the taxi fare was $500, which oh. she rang my mother for. Far That is not a call you want. <laughs> Sometimes me think, what is friend? Then me say, friend is someone to listen to Dave or Tom and Callum podcast. Mmm, cookie. Um, nom, 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 nom. Everyone in the 
this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Wrong, 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 wrong. It's a total fabrication. You're wrong. That is not the correct answer. answer. Davo, Tom and Cullen presents You Gotta Get It Wrong on Fresh 92.7. Oh, man. It's the game of the century, the game of the lifetime. Of course, it's You Gotta Get It Wrong, our hit game where you simply have to just get it wrong. What colour is Elmo, Tom? Uh, blue. Exactly right, and that's how you win this game. And we have had a few contestants. We've had a bit of a losing streak. We had a winner yesterday, but not very creative answers. So hopefully no, our contestants just... pick it up this day. Yeah, so let's head over to Renella Reese. We've got Owen on the line. Owen, mate, are you ready to get it wrong? Yes. All right, Owen, let's do this. Okay, you ready, mate? Now, don't you dare, don't you dare just say things that you can see around you or else I'll be very disappointed, Owen. No worries. Was that your game plan, (laughs) Owen? Have we debunked it? Yeah, I'm pretty confident, but that wasn't my game plan, but now you're giving me ideas. All right, all right. You ready, mate? Let's do this. What's Carl Stefanovic famous for? Movies. Are possums nocturnal? No. Does Callum have a perm? Yes. True or false? Elmo is red. False. Yatla is the name for what? My house. Hey! I'm giving it to you. I like that. That I was like a it. real buzzer beater, Owen. That's what we like to see, mate. Congratulations. You're added to the Hall of Fame list, but you got to get it wrong. Yes. You were, you were dead right to be confident in yourself. Yes. <laughs> Very Speechless. excited, as you can tell. 